How can you ensure mental wellness during the holidays when it seems like everything in our world is sideways? Welcome to Passion Unlimited Podcast. I am your host, psychotherapist, author, and founder of Fearless Love, Gianni Adamo. It's Christmas 2020 and things are still a bit weird. Many of us are not traveling to see our parents, our relatives are not flying to come see us, and the holiday parties and the office gift exchanges, none of that has happened this year. So we're kind of a little bit, you know, just humdrum and trying to figure out, you know, how to keep the holiday spirit alive. Generally speaking, the holidays are difficult for many people. And this year, with this added stress, with this dealing with this health crisis, actually just adds more difficulty to a tough situation. So today, um, I want to ask you something. Are you aware and do you know that living in an era of a pandemic is about managing a crisis? And that it takes similar coping skills to survive this crisis as it would if you had an emotional trauma. In today's episode, I discuss how to make the best of the holiday season in these uncertain times with self-care practices and healthy habits that can calm the nervous system and touch your heart. Well, as you guys are aware who have been following me, this is season four of Passion Unlimited podcast, and I am focusing on uh, topics that I cover in my Amazon bestseller, From Love Trauma to Fearless Love. And I give you tips and strategies that you can survive, recover, and thrive in love, life, and relationships. And I want to um, just say thank you for all of you guys who are buying and reading and listening to the audiobook and thank you for those of you who are leaving me reviews it's so important if you can please leave me your reviews I would highly appreciate it um, I also just want to say that I'm really proud uh, that I received a Kirkus review recommendation and that my book ranked in the 30 percentile for Kirkus reviews and that is a huge accomplish- accomplishment because I did not expect that at all and for those of you who do not are not aware of who or what is Kirkus Reviews, but they are um, one of the most prestigious um, literary review organizations. So to get a recommendation from Kirkus Reviews is a big deal, and I'm just like so grateful. Thank you, God. All right, so we're gonna continue um, in the question and answer format that season four has turned into. So where I've gotten questions from various people, I've compiled them and I am now answering your questions in reference to um, the topic that we are covering today. So your first question that I'm going to address is, why are the holidays so difficult for victims of abuse and how does this compare with celebrating the holidays in the middle of a pandemic? This is really an excellent question. So first, I want to start by defining what a crisis is. And a crisis is something that, or an event, that takes us out of our routines and our comfort zones and into the unknown. So that would be a definition of what a crisis is. So what you used to do, and 
do what you would do routinely, you can no longer do, which is what this health crisis has created for us. So we are no longer driving to our offices. We're no longer gathering in large groups. So that means the sporting events, most of those have not been going on for us. We don't go to concerts. We are not hugging our friends, and we're not visiting a lot of our,、um, you know, extended families. Similarly, a victim of abuse or a crime or a trauma survivor has faced a crisis, and life has no longer been the same for them. If you think about maybe the world before 9/11, where we all believe we were so safe and protected. And then post 9/11, the world became unsafe for us, and we stepped up our securities at the airport. We created the FEMA organization to make sure that there's another layer of、uh, surveillance.、Um, in the same way, a domestic violence、uh, survivor believed that his or her world was safe in that relationship, and then post the abuse and post. Exiting that relationship, one finally comes to the understanding that you were never safe in that relationship.、Um, when we no longer feel safe in our primary relationships, and when we have lost our ability to trust, then unfortunately, what also gets stripped from us is the sense of belonging. So we no longer feel. Like we belong with this group of people, this family member, because you received、um, abuse, let's say in childhood or where you know whatever. So you no longer feel safe there,、um, and now you your sense of trust has been stripped, and you feel like you don't belong. And then, same thing happens if you lost a spouse or a child or a loved one, where once again your sense your sense of belonging, your sense of safety, your sense of trust. Kinda gets stripped from you, and what happens is then at this point when we don't feel like we have a sense of belonging with our family or you know our romantic partner, what happens then is that we feel very lonely and isolated. And since the holidays generally represent family and tradition. And if we have had childhood traumas or any kind of major trauma or emotional trauma, where we have felt like stripped, where we are no longer having a sense of belonging, then we feel this emptiness. We feel this loneliness. We feel this isolation. Ultimately, the holidays then represent pain for us and disconnection from long ago. And so. This is similar again. Whether it's a, you're just feeling the holiday blues, or you're no, normally, you know, and on any、uh, any given year, or this is the year that you're feeling the holiday blues because of the disconnection from your routines, from your traditions, and how you normally celebrate the holidays. All right, let's move on to your the second question. Your second question is. How can I ensure mental health during the holidays when it seems everyone and everything is sideways and wonky around me? And how do I manage my triggers from the abuse and the loss I have suffered in the past? 
Okay, so the brain is soothed and finds comfort in familiarity. Okay, the brain likes routines and habits, and it does not differentiate between the healthy habits and the unhealthy habits. Which means that you need to be conscious about creating a self-care practice and healthy and, and including healthy habits in your life that actually are on on a path to really reinforcing your lifestyle, reinforcing the life that you aspire to have and the joys that you want, the peace that you want in your life. So today I want to cover with you five healthy habits to get you through the holiday season, and to hopefully get you through the holiday blues and beyond. And of course, this is going to be practical information that can help you to deal with just this crisis and how it's making us, most of us, feel lonely, disconnected, and isolated. So the first healthy habit would be. To start early in the day when you wake up, you don't have to jump out of bed. Right there in your own bed, start with either a meditation or a gratitude statement.、Um, for me, I start out with the fact that I am grateful that I have. Seriously, I've had 19 members of my family have coronavirus, and. Every one of them has bounced back without any hospitalization. So I start out with thanking God that even though we're living in the midst of this pandemic, and yes, I've had 19 members of my family be affected by, you know, and contract this virus, and they're all obviously—they're not any of them were not here in Florida. They were all up in the Northeast or in the Dominican Republic, but they've all bounced back. Um, and they have not needed, you know, to be hospitalized. So I'm very grateful that I still have all of my family members, you know, alive and well, but and healthy. I'm really grateful for my own health because myself and even my parents who live nearby, none of us have been infected with this illness, and we are really healthy. I'm also very grateful for my ability to work and to do what I love and to. Dedicate my life to helping other people be the best version of themselves, and that's extremely rewarding. So I'm I start every morning recognizing these blessings. I'm also very grateful that this pandemic and this、um, social distancing has created less distractions for me and in my life, which has now added a higher level of quality for my life because I've taken that extra time and placed it. And self-care practices for myself that I really enjoy, and hobbies that I learned this year. For those of you who are close to me, you're aware that this year I learned how to play golf, and I'm now out there playing golf. I figure that's like the ultimate social distancing sport and hobby. <laughs> so it's been been an amazing journey to learn to play golf and. Meet new people and be here. Being here in South Florida, there's like plenty of sunshine and warmth, so I'm able to do that. So for those of you who might be listening to me and you're not in a tropical setting like I am, you can still wake up every morning and thank God for your health, for your job if you're still employed, because that is a huge blessing for those of us who can still work through this pandemic. 
You can thank God for the sunshine for your home, for the warmth in the in your home, for the snow. Because I know、um, not long ago, you guys last week just had a huge snow snowstorm up in the northeast, and it was like an early Christmas present for those of you who love snow. I know I'm one of those. I do love the snow, so you can just be present to what is going on around you and be. Mindful and grateful for the positive things. So engaging in gratitude will help you to override the negativity bias. Every single one of us, our brain is wired to pick up on the negative things first, and kind of gets fixated on the negativity. And most of us don't like that because it's kind of really heavy. And if you're in a relationship. You don't want to be married or in a relationship with like the nervous Nelly, who's always everything is negative and it's stuck there. So when we start practicing and incorporating a healthy habit around meditation and gratitude, this is going to start rewiring your brain, where we can clear our head, feel more relaxed and refreshed. And it's always the best way to start our morning because. We're able to see the positive things, and now that gives us more energy、um, to to focus on our day and stay in that positive place. So that if there are more situations that come our way that we have to manage, we actually feel level-headed、um, to be able to handle those things. All right, the second healthy habit. To embrace through this、um, holiday season and to ride out this pandemic would be exercise. And yes, I happen to love to exercise. I've been exercising most of my adult life, and it energizes me, and I just love it. I would be remiss if I don't exercise because I actually feel much more energized, happier,、um, more confident after I work out. Okay, so as you guys have heard in some of my other episodes, I am obviously no longer going to the gym. I am still walking. I'm getting my vitamin D. My serotonin levels are all like beautiful right now because I'm outside walking every single morning. I also do my YouTube exercises. So I do yoga, Pilates. I do weight training, the high intensity workouts. All through YouTube, it's all free. It's all available for you and everybody.、Um, in the meantime, you know, if you're not ready for all those things, you can still walk your dog. If you have a treadmill, you can, you know, get on your treadmill. If you have weights, if、um, you can lift weights at home,、um, if you have, if you're in good weather, you can ride your bike. I know I have lots of clients down here who are riding their bikes and they're loving it. A whole bunch of them had to buy bikes <laughs> in order to get out of their house.、Um, so there are many things that we can do to start creating some healthy habits. And you don't have to feel like, oh my God, I haven't been working out for years and I don't have the energy. So then just start out with 15, 20 minutes, and you can incorporate walking your dog at two o'clock in the afternoon, maybe when it, you start getting a little tired after lunch, and it refreshes your mind. Refreshes your energy so that you can actually be more alert to finish your work and be more、um, creative because all that replenishes our energies. And of course, by adding some working out and exercise routines, is going to also help with the extra 
bulge or holiday, um, you know, all the extra eating that we do for during the holidays, even if we're not having as many parties, but we're still, you know, having some gathering and creating some holiday treats. Like I've been eating all these holiday cookies this whole week. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm very mindful of that. All right. Your healthy habit number three that I'm bringing up for you guys today is creating and creation and and just create. So this is about maintaining and creating new traditions in reference to the holiday decorations. So if you normally decorate your house, then you should be still decorating your home. I know I took a hiatus this year. I did not decorate my home, but I've incorporated new things um, that could become new traditions for me. And so honoring your decorating decoration uh, traditions and honoring new ones will help you to bring back that familiarity that your brain says, I need to feel like things are predictable because that's what your brain is looking for from predictability. So baking cookies and if you bake cookies, you're like, well, I am not going to too many parties. So what am I going to do with all these cookies? You can go knock on your neighbor's doors and you can bring them small little platters. Maybe you could put a little note. You can knock on their door and maybe, you know, just say hello. You have your mask on and pass the cookie platter over to them and wish them a happy holiday season. That will bring a lot of joy to your neighbors. And that will also bring you a lot of joy because it truly is better to give than to receive. I have a client who this year had a small little gathering on his uh, balcony he lives on the intercoastal and he was able to watch the boat parade and he decided that it was so enjoyable that he's going to turn that into his new tradition i have clients who are because they're stuck in their home with this pandemic and they're not here in florida so they really are stuck where things are really are shut down so they're doing karaoke christmas songs they're incorporating that as new traditions for them and they're doing that on the weekends. They are creating their own um, uh, stockings, Christmas stockings. They are creating their own holiday specialty drinks. They are traveling to taking like a day trip out to the country where there are some um, some country stores that are open and they're so you know they have they have like the holiday decorations and there's artisans with their products that they sell so they're they're incorporating new ideas in order to keep and create some of the holiday traditions to bring joy back into something that feels so foreign and so off the beaten path this year okay something that I did last year was I did a, I had a road trip back home to New Jersey and I stopped along several different states to meet up with friends and family and I created my own uh, gifts for my family members. I painted like these beautiful hearts and then I wrapped them up and put ribbons and and holiday little treats on there. So I like made, made, made this whole big presentation around my artwork and so it was a big hit with them. This year, obviously, I am not going on a road trip, but creating your own Christmas gifts is also another idea, uh, in addition to the ones that you purchase. 
because I gave those plus I did like gift certificates as well along with my artwork so you can pair up and create things that come from the heart you could also create your own handmade uh, Christmas cards um, I have clients who are creating some fun holiday uh, Christmas cards with their pets um, so you can be very very creative and still bring joy and excitement and tradition to a very strange year all right so the fourth um, healthy habit that I would rank as a really important one during this holiday season and beyond is the antidote to loneliness is forming connections Okay, that's why we would feel lonely, that's why we would feel disconnected or isolate, isolated or empty because we're missing out on the connections from our loved ones. So I want to give you a challenge, maybe that, a challenge that you can do between Christmas or, or Christmas Eve and New Year's Day and that is to reach out to a loved one every single day in that week don't send a text pick up the phone the old-fashioned you know picking up the phone and talking most of us have very few things to do because we're not running around to parties or socials so you most likely if you call you're going to find your old friends or your aunt or your grandparents um, or just those individuals from your past that you have really cherished and you haven't spoken with in a while so this is your time so I want you and encourage you to pick up the phone and make some new uh, excuse me rekindle some of those old connections that you have it, that's that's gonna be so awesome it really it, it really is the fifth healthy habit that I would recommend is about being kind and generous. The spirit of Christmas is about kindness and generosity. And this year, being that I'm in this pandemic like everybody else, and I was, I have been feeling the loss of the family connection and the fact that I am divorced and I have not remarried, has given me another layer of feeling that loneliness and um, for me, this was like a God thing because a week ago, I experienced something um, that led me to sponsor a child out in, um, in Bangladesh. She's three years old and I have sponsored her through Compassion where I will be committed to monthly supporting her. And with my monthly support, She's going to be able to have water and medicine and her um, her parents get trained to make sure that she gets raised uh, without abuse and with all the um, education that she needs and, and anything that she needs medically will be taking care of her. So basically I am partnering up to making sure that this young lady survives and thrives and has an opportunity, excuse me, has an opportunity to really live and become the young lady and the woman that she is meant to be. It was really sweet because I didn't have my glasses on when I did this, um, when I pulled out her card and chose her 
And it wasn't until I got home that I realized that she was a little girl. Actually, I actually have her picture here. Um, she's a little girl and um, her birthday is just four days after mine. So that gave me another added confirmation that what I had done was just beyond what I could have imagined because it, I will be able to keep a relationship with her through writing and I will also be able to travel and visit her once this pandemic is under control. And what I figured I would probably do is, you know, in, in a few years, because I, I don't know if I would be ready to start traveling next year to Bangladesh, but in a few years, in a couple of years, I would go out and celebrate our birthdays together, being that we're just four days apart. So I would encourage you to think of maybe something different this year that you can do that will allow your gift, your generosity and kindness to expand beyond just maybe your family. And the last question I want to answer is from um, the questions that I've received is how does Elena handle the holidays? What self-care and besides the tango does she engage in? Following um, her trauma, Elena knew that she would be not be good to stay and celebrate the holidays alone in South Florida. So she actually went back home to her safe people. She flew back to the Northeast to be in the comfort of her family, to be in the comfort of her traditional holiday um, um, festivities, and in the comfort of people that loved that she knew loved her. While it was, um, and it was at that time, because she had been suffering through a lot of panic attacks and waves of terror after she had been abused. So it was when she went back home to be celebrating the holidays with her family that, that the panic attacks and the wave of terrors finally subsided. And it was in the safety of her family that her nervous system finally quieted down. So in Elena's case, going back home to her safe people, her lifelong connections, who were able to mirror back to her who she really was, was the self-care she needed. Her constants gave her the stability and the courage she needed to continue her journey toward healing. It is in relationships that we are wounded. And it is in relationships that we are also finding, we find our healing. We are social creatures. We are social beings. In this Christmas season, I encourage you to create healthy habits and self-care practices that include finding your safe people and nourishing your relationships. To go from surviving to thriving in life, love, and relationships, please subscribe to Passion Unlimited Podcast wherever you hear or listen to your podcasts. And feel free to, to follow me on Instagram under Gianni Adamo. And I am on Facebook under pa Facebook groups under Passion Unlimited Podcast. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you and happy holidays.